Hey, all you rad dads out there. Hey, what's up, everyone? Rad Dad Brett here, bringing you another episode of the Rad Dads Show. Today, we're sitting down with a Canadian rock and roll icon. I'm talking about Juno Award winner and father of three, Sam Roberts. Sam shared with us how it's really important for him that his kids play music. He sees it as giving them a gift that will last a lifetime. And I agree. He also talked about learning to roll with the loss of control you sometimes experience as a parent and how that's an ongoing journey for him. And he talked about the unconditional love you get from your children and how for him, it's his fuel for living. Sam was so humble and thoughtful and we were so honored to have him be a part of the show. So without further delay, here's Sam Roberts on the Rad Dad Show. opportunity to tell people who are watching or listening um who are you uh my name is sam roberts i'm in montreal i'm at home in montreal quebec Uh, i'm a musician and i'm a father of three mostly well-behaved kids (laughs) how old are your kids uh my eldest is 14 i have a 12 year old and a 10 year old okay so people might have seen I know I saw last year, you did a pretty cool performance with your kids, like kind of right after um, the whole pandemic thing started, right? You, you had your, uh, your two daughters playing violin, your son was playing piano. Um, and you guys played, we're all in this together. And that was pretty kind of moving song that obviously wasn't written for that time, but, but made a lot of sense at that time. So your kids are into music. Uh, yeah, well, they were, they're forced to be into music, you know, uh, I'd like, I'd like to say I subscribe to the sort of, oh, just do what you feel, uh, school of parenting, but I don't, it, you know, I think with, with, especially with instruments like violin and the piano and classical music, you, you have to have, uh, you kind of have to have a ruthless discipline about the whole thing. And I'm, I'm sure any parents out there who've, uh, tried to get their kids to p- practice piano after a day at school know how tough that can be but uh i learned from my own parents in that respect they i have i'm one of four boys and four brothers and and we uh we all took music lessons we all played sports and my parents somehow managed to keep all those ball juggling balls up in the air at all times so i kind of feel that they set the bar pretty high on that front and i wasn't well i wasn't gonna you know cave to the uh you know the pressure that you're kids put back on you saying I don't want to do this I don't want to play the violin and that that moment of filming that song was actually you know more than just sort of sharing it with people out there it was a I I don't want to say one of satisfaction for all of us but kind of a culmination of of you know years worth of of effort and you know and you see and for me it was a chance to show because it's something I get to live through every day playing music to sort of show where all that effort can lead you and uh, I think it actually dawned on them that they're you know those hours of practice are 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 always worthwhile you know so that's what I'd like to think as a parent (laughs) yeah yeah well it's pretty impressive it's pretty cool right like you've got three talented children there um well full disclosure though sorry to interrupt but full disclosure the band has broken up oh no uh, we're, yeah we took you know that what you saw was like take 350 <laughs> and after that we just realized that uh 
you know, there were too many conflicts of personalities and things yeah. like that. They wanted, they wanted only blue M&Ms in the, in the backstage the rider and all of that stuff. So yeah, we just decided to go our separate ways, uh, you know, for the health of the family. Smash the violin and walk out. <laughs> that was it. Oh yeah. There's no, yeah. <laughs> this is over dad. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. It's, it's neat that you, um, you kind of made a conscious effort to, you know, have music be a part of their lives as they're growing up. So is that sort of challenging in the beginning? Like it probably isn't, I'm, I'm just guessing here, but probably isn't as bad now, but getting little kids to, I don't, and I don't know when they started playing, but getting little kids to practice and be interested in, in doing that is probably pretty tough. Yeah, it's really tough, uh, but it is something I now feel uh, in hindsight, I'm very passionate about that. Uh, that relationship between a parent and a child and music at an, as, at an early, as, as early an age as possible and how important that is to a kid's uh, musical upbringing. And in my mind, obviously contributing to a sort of broad, well-rounded uh, education, you know, music is always uh, kind of pushed off to the side and seen as, not even secondary most of the time, but you know, off uh, some sort of magical land that, but it takes, uh, it takes very practical tools and skills to make it work. And one of those, again, as a parent is just finding the, the patience, mm -hmm. finding the, the, the daily discipline uh, to, to make your kids practice. It could only be, it could be five or 10 minutes at the beginning, but eventually you have to realize that that has to increase if your kid's gonna ever get something back from the instrument that they're, they're putting this time into. And once you get past a certain you know, point, tipping point, then, the, then they start to feel you know, that, that feedback and that beautiful that feeling that playing music brings, but it takes a long time to get there. And yeah, it's, uh, I think you have to have a very deep well of, of, like I said, patience, but ultimately you're, you're giving a child, in my mind, one of the greatest gifts you can, which is to be able to play music uh, their entire lives, right. you know, and we, we were talking before about mental health and identity and in my mind, or in my experience over the years, and, and I'm not just talking about sort of presenting it to the public, but the times that I've gone back, whether just to my room or gone to a quiet place and picked up an instrument and that, uh, I don't want to even call it an escape. It's almost the opposite of an escape. It's just a different kind of engagement actually, where you go and you're just completely wrapped up in this thing tends to put a lot of other things in your life uh, into perspective. So yeah, I think it's as a, as a, as a sort of family venture, then it's just the investment in that in that time uh, is is going to sort of pay your kids back for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and what a neat way for like you guys to all sort of bond too. Like you know that point where you can start playing together a little bit, or the uh -huh. kids playing together. That's that's pretty amazing to see. Yeah, I think, you know, that again, sh filming that video was one, was one of the first times. We're, we're not like a family jam band. We don't sit around at the dinner table and have kitchen parties all the time at all, what? to be quite honest with you. I know it's, uh, you know, but maybe one day. 
but just to do it that even just that one time i think we did it twice actually uh was 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 very sort of was profoundly meaningful that way um but you know i mean the reality is it's not it's, it's not all sort of uh laughter there's a lot of tears when it comes to playing music you know and yeah. and you have to sort of coax it out of people in a lot of ways and there's a lot of you know tantrums and i don't want to do it and I, you know why do i have to play this stupid piano or whatever it is but uh you know as with all things uh you just have to persevere yeah so this is a rad dad show do you consider yourself a rad dad uh i mean it's sort of built it it, it, i mean there's the on paper yes you know i play in a rock and roll band for a living i mean it's hard not i can't i can't just say i can't say no right because it's in my job description to be a rad dad right Uh, i think being a good dad is more is more the uh the challenge and i think the fact that again what my job is and the the pull that it has on you away from your family life and how you have to learn to mitigate that and to be able to clearly sort of uh it's almost like both both things demand a hundred percent of you right which mathematically doesn't doesn't work out (laughs) no but it's you know and i think a lot of people out there that's what how they feel about their you know their career versus their family life and I think the biggest challenge for me in, in trying to be a rad dad has actually been to, to yeah, strike, strike a balance between the two things. And uh, that takes a lot. It takes us the, you know, a very supportive wife uh, in this case. And, and, you know, who, who is, yeah, uh, you know, always, always um, there to sort of, it's not fill the void when I'm gone, but sort of take the reins the and run with it. And exactly. And, and I know, because I have to know when I go, you know, when I go to work, if I go out on tour, that I don't feel like I'm abandoning everyone, you know, in the pursuit of this yeah. other passion. Are there, um, are there strategies that you guys use in your family to kind of deal with that, you know, being away, um, you know, times when you have to work, you probably, I mean, even when you're at home, I read an interview where you had talked about um, like, you know, you go down to the basement or or wherever it is and, and you have to work, like work on writing or, you know, demoing or whatever you have to do. Like, how do you achieve that balance? Uh, (laughs) There's the, I mean, if it's recording at home, it's the get the hell out of here (laughs) working (laughs) strategy. Um, But, you know, or, but when I'm on tour, I think, you know, my wife and I have been together for a really, really long time, uh, almost 30 years. So we've we've grown into this life since uh, the entire, you know, our, almost our entire relationship. And we kind of use that as a way of, uh, yeah, managing this whole sort of back and forth once kids came into the picture. And I mean, these days, the kids... I don't want to say they don't notice, but sometimes I'll come back after being gone for a couple of weeks and go, oh, dad, you're back. Where were you? You know, <laughs> and it's not it's not this sort of <laughs> tearful homecoming that I kind of hope for sometimes. But uh, certainly when they were kids and uh, like younger kids, they 
they would get upset if I had to go for too long and uh, and also re really look forward to it when I came home and I love that you know sitting in a cab on the way home from an airport or something like that and just this building sense of uh, anticipation that you're going to see them again and uh, those you know those days were had both things they had this sort of um, these crazy extremes I suppose of missing and then coming home and then the celebration was equally as intense uh, and I think for myself anyway my my strategy as you know as you say was to just be when you're there be there all the way don't have you know half of your mind still out in Edmonton, you know, at the Jubilee on stage, uh, when you're at home, be there and and throw yourself into it as uh, as wholeheartedly as you possibly can. And by doing that, I always knew that when I was away, yeah, okay, that hurts. But when I come back, I'm going to be there all the time. I'm, I'm right. and that was an op. I started to see it as an opportunity to do all these things, to go to ballet lessons in the afternoon, to pick up from school, to drop off at school, to, you know, uh, music lessons, sports and all these things. So it was a, you know, in the end, it, it ended up being a positive thing, I think. Yeah, you find those silver linings in your situation, right? Everybody's situation is a little bit different and everybody's concept of balance and how they achieve that's gonna be a little bit different, but you have to find a way to make it work, right? Families do that. Yeah. No, absolutely. How, um, how has becoming a father changed you? I'm taking you back quite a while, 14 years, but mm -hmm. what, what's different about you um, after having kids? I mean, it's so hard to say now because it's so wrapped up in my whole sense of who I am, you know? Uh, and, I, and I have to say that even before I wanted to become a parent so badly, Okay. It was just always what I, it was. What it didn't. It wasn't just this sort of accidental happening. You know? And I guess for somebody in 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 my line of work, it's uh, it, it can be, as we said, all consuming. And family or the idea of having a family can be pushed to the side. But it was never like that for me. You know, we were at the kind of at the the steepest point of our trajectory as a band when I decided that you know well my wife and I decided that we it was time to have kids and because it wasn't just about where's the band at it was sort of where are we at in our lives and right. it was already at a point where we, we thought yeah we should be having a family now and so this is I don't think of myself as different pre and post parenting because before that we were just thinking you know oh uh, how big a family, how, you know, where are we going to live? You know, what are they going to be like? What are they, you know, we were already in that mode. And and, yeah. and now I think if, if anything, you know, you have to learn to be a little bit elastic and fluid in your, <laughs> in your approach to, to, to all things as a parent. And I think that's a skill that I'm trying to develop. Is to not not to have too many hard lines when it comes to, you know, defining who you think your kids ought to be, defining how you think your relationship should be, you know, in, with them. Yeah. And and I think that that's something that I, again I'm working on it all the time. But um, yeah, 
liquidity, fluidity, you know, yeah. uh, rolling with it. Yeah. So a lot of people talk about that, like the, that maybe loss of control or, or, you know, having less control, I guess. And mm -hmm. just, you, you need to kind of learn how to roll with that and, <laughs> and embrace that yeah. as a parent. Yeah. Like you just, there's no way you can control everything. No, it's exactly right. And, and I, I think that uh, you have to, you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but as you know, that applies to so many things in life too. It's just sort of yeah. the, the easing up of that expectation of being able to solve every single you know, problem that comes your way. Yeah. So, sounds like you guys are pretty prepared um, mentally for um, the concept of having kids. And did, did you have any fears about becoming a dad? Oh, sure. Tons. You know, I mean, you just don't know if you're going to be good at the job or not. Um, I mean, you have to come at it from a place of, of love. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, I think it's pretty hard to go wrong. Um, but that being said, I think there were, you know, there's so many things when it, when it comes to the deeper you get into education as well, you know, uh, with your kids and trying to find an extra gear of patience and understanding and, and, uh, and also the, the idea of ex yeah, just expectation, you know, is this your life or is it their life that we're right. talking about? Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's a very blurry line and it's actually a quite an amazing physical and mental thing to feel when you're watching your kid play soccer for the first time. And it's like, you're on the field, Yeah, you know, in a way that nothing else in the world, you're not prepared for this in any way, but you're, you're literally living. If my daughter's playing the violin, it's like, I'm playing the violin and you have to realize that at some point that you have to, you need to, pull back from that feeling and know this is their life. You're there to support them. You're not there to sort of help orchestrate this perfect existence for them, you know? Well, and it's, it's a push and pull, right? Cause you yeah. kinda, there are some times when you need to step in and give that direction and set them on a course, but there's other it's times you need to let them. Knowing when, you yeah. know, knowing when. And that's that's I think that's the hardest thing is just sort of is this a time where I need to lay down some guidelines or is this a time where I need to pull back and just listen and and uh, yeah I definitely yeah, if someone have all the if someone had the answer on yeah. how to do that <laughs> I mean exactly yeah um, you talked a little bit about your um, relationship and grow growing up with your parents. So are you able to talk a little bit about your relationship with your dad and, and maybe more specifically, like, was there anything about your kind of upbringing um, and, and your relationship with your dad that you've kind of brought into parenting or considered in your own parenting style? Oh, for sure. I mean, I had a, my, you know, my dad was very involved in my, my upbringing. He was our soccer coach, you know, as a local community soccer coach for my entire childhood. Um, tirelessly drove us my brothers and I you know I mean a machine of a dad basically mm -hmm. like just and able to shoulder the the burden without showing the strain and wow. that's something that I try to do but I'm nowhere near as good at it as he is you know um he's still like that to this day in fact I feel like he's 
still accelerating in that you know department um you know where i think that both him and i would acknowledge you know that there were shortcomings at, you know it's just communication more than anything you know we just didn't talk about feelings we didn't talk about you know we didn't have like a, you know it wasn't overtly affection driven you know the the affection was there obviously and the fun was there and i think that i came to equate the two things very closely is just sort of going out and you know throwing the baseball in the backyard and all that sort of was that was our way rather than yeah. hugs and kisses and 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 all that and i feel like you know that that to me is something that i've tried to sort of address in my own relationship uh with with my kids especially with, especially with my son you know who, who you know it's so easy to fall into that pattern of you know pat on the back and i just you know i don't you know i want it to be gentler than that too you know um, yeah we talked a little bit before about sort of you know traditional roles of, of dads and, and men. And, you know, I think it ties into the concept of masculinity and all that kind of stuff. And that's all kind of changing right now. So I think that's a little bit of what you're kind of describing here is maybe having a bit more, um, being a bit more in tune with your emotional connection, mm-hmm. right? With your child. Yeah, it's true. I didn't even think of it at the time when I was a kid. Right. It's just because that's the way it was. You didn't, right. you didn't have that kind of relationship with your dad, you know, necessarily. You, uh, it was more just sort of, uh, I don't know. It happened in a in a more. It was action based in that, but less less emotional. Less. Uh, whereas now you see an opportunity to to have that kind of connection with your kid, and I feel like it's a great step in the right direction when it comes to, you know, how people interact with each other, especially how parents interact with their kids. You know, that being said too, I'm also not super just permissive as a parent. And I learned that from my dad, you know, I set some pretty, you know, uh, I, I set boundaries in my kids' lives. And I, I, I grew up that way and I still feel like that's important. Not, not just sort of having everything be like, oh, well, if it makes you feel good, do it. Well, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't subscribe to that really. Yeah. It's, um, that's always a tough one, right? Cause you talked to also about <laughs> yeah. the importance of fun. And so it can be tough to walk that balance of fun dad versus these are my expectations for you. These are the boundaries. For sure. For sure. I mean, it's not without gray area, that's for sure. And you have to learn each kid is also different. You can't just sort of have a, a blanket set of expectations or boundaries for for the kids you know all three of my kids they they all have they all excel and need help in different departments you know yeah um you talked about fun we've talked a little bit about fun what 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 are some of the most rewarding aspects of being a dad to you i mean just the unconditional love that you get back from your kids you know I mean there's no greater gift that I can think of than that there are so many other things again just the just small pleasure and enjoyment that you get from different things but really it's that knowing that you mean that much to another person gives me incredible fuel for living you know and uh 
it's hard, as you know, as every parent feels, it's hard to describe, you know, and I want them to feel the same way about me. I, I mean, that I give them that feeling too, that no matter what, um, they're the most important people in my lives and I'm going to do everything for them. So it's, uh, it's difficult to come across that level of emotional connection with anything or anyone yeah. uh, outside of your, your kids, you know, it's not impossible, obviously that's for sure. But um, yeah. There's something special about that, that bond. Um, you know, lots of people talk about that kind of that, um, you know, whatever is it related to the, your DNA or whatever it is, but there's something special about that, right? Like between a yeah. child. You know, I don't, I don't dig too much into what, what that is or why it's again, it's un, in my mind, the word unconditional is sort of, it just, uh, it's not, not something that sort of uh, needs scientific right. measurement in a, in a way. It's just, uh, it's a beautiful feeling, you know, I mean, and makes yeah. you want to get up every day. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, what, what's next for you? I know we're kind of like, you know, looks like with the pandemic and the vaccine, mm -hmm. I, I had a look like Quebec, it seems like you guys are on the decline in terms of cases and things like that. Like yeah. what, what's next for Sam Roberts and Sam Roberts band? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a rough go for everybody, obviously, but, uh, I feel like we're, we're weathering the storm. It's the storm isn't over, but, uh, all we can do is turn back to the things that we know. Uh, and for us, that's making music. And, and, and again, there's a great deal of, uh, of energy that comes out of that process and, and also ideas, you know about where to go what to do uh what the next what's around the next corner and and it all has to come from the, that creative process so we put out a record towards the end of 2020 uh and now it's time to you know get back back to the drawing board and see what else is is lying there waiting for us you know well and you wouldn't have had much of it probably any chance to tour that record right so that's no so that that feels like unfinished business for yeah. sure and and think that uh you know we're gonna be out there like uh i don't know like a horse at, at a rate you know and like when the when the gate lifts it's yep. just like you're already you're already charging 100 miles an hour it's like that's how it, that's how we all feel right now it's just uh it's it's i think we're past frustration almost it's now it's just wanting to get yeah, out there excitement yeah. excitement so yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time this morning. For oh, it's been a pleasure, you know, yeah, and, uh, I'm really glad to talk about something that's uh, not the usual uh, interview sort of material. And uh, I do think it's really important. So to all the dads out there uh, listening to this and the moms and the kids, and yep. uh, you know, uh, just family is the most important thing. And uh, hopefully see you guys in Edmonton soon. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, we'll get you a shirt or something like that. I love it, man. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thanks Thank for you. having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, wish you all the best. All right, that was Sam Roberts on the Rad Dad Show. Thank you so much, Sam, for joining us. And thank you for listening. If you like this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you drop us a review on iTunes. And if you're looking for more Rad Dad's content, find us wherever you get your podcasts or give us a follow on social media. 
On Instagram, you can find us at at rad underscore dads underscore show. And on Facebook and Twitter at at rad dads show. And now you can also look us up on YouTube for some video interviews as well, including this one. Lastly, Rad Dads is first and foremost a community organization aimed at positive parenting. And you can check out what we do over at raddadsyeg.com. That's raddadsyeg.com. Thanks for tuning in. In the meantime and in between time, stay rad.